Uh, I thought they did. Uh, of course, love seeing my son score a couple touchdowns. That's always exciting and fun. But I uh, love seeing Nick Anderson, too. Um, he's one of the guys I was able to go see in the, the week I was out on the road recruiting before Coach Venables took over. And uh, excited for him, happy for him, of course, Rod being with Rodney all those years and his family uh, recruiting Rodney. Uh, that, that was really enjoyable as well. So, yeah, I, I'm, uh, and I thought Dylan Gabriel was exceptional, uh, of course. Uh, defense continues to come up with turnovers, big plays, and uh, really, I, I thought a lot more disruptive up front as well, which, uh, you know, all matters. There's former University of Oklahoma head football coach Bob Stoops talking about the Tulsa game. Uh, that's pretty cool. He was out on the road uh, during the transition of power and uh, got to go take a house visit to Nick Anderson. That's pretty cool. Well, there were some um, there were some players that he visited during that time that have been very crucial to this year's success uh, thus far. Nick Anderson being one, what Gentry Williams, I don't think he had decided yet during that moment. There were a, g- a good number of players during that class that he had to help close on. So It's been again, a good Bob, class. Program guy. That class has been good. The 22 and class? The 22 yeah. and 23 classes have both been really good. Yeah, I mean, the, the 23 class kind of gets all the credit. It's the first – Full recruiting cycle. Yeah. It had the three five stars. It had the top five finish. But you're right, man. I went back and looked at the 2022 class that they had to really kind of hurry to put together at the last moment. Our Mason Thomas um, is a part of that class. L- let me just kind of read off some names here. Um, Canick was in that class. Right. Late. Gentry Williams, Jake Taylor, RSJ, Gavin Sawchuk, Javante Barnes, yeah. R. Mason Thomas, Kip Lewis, Jaden Gibson, Grayson Halton, Kobe McKenzie, Jacob Sexton, Nick Anderson. Um, yeah, dude, that's a and very nice class. You remember, like they um, they rescued Kobe McKenzie, right? Didn't he flip to Texas or something for a very short time? Yes, um, out of Lubbock. You know, you added uh, Jaden Gibson was a was a late ad. Lebby yep. had a connection there. Or Mason Thomas was a late ad. I think he was an Iowa State commit at one point. And you – obviously, uh, Canick was a late ad, too. When did he come? He – because didn't Coach V, like, deny him at first, right? Brent told him – well, like, this wasn't ever public, I don't think, but the rumor was go to Clemson, like, see if you right. like it and if you change your mind – then hop in the portal, but Brent didn't initially want to take right. Jaron Canick. He wanted him to go to Clemson, and then he was like, no. Canick was like, "I'm dude, I'm coming to OU. Like that's that's what's going to happen here." I mean, you got Canick's a starter, Gentry Williams is a starter, um, and I mean, you got plenty other guys that are definitely Bar- contributing. I mean, Barnes started on Saturday. R. Yep. Mason Thomas, when he gets back fully healthy, he could be. Main, I mean, there's there's a lot. That's why, like the 23 class in in this class too, in 24, with David Stone being the headliner, gets like those are the well. This staff can really recruit because of the 23 and 24 class. Yeah, but also look at the 22 class. What they were able to do in a short amount of time, and look at the the transfer portal 
count the starters on here. Tyler Guyton, um, Kanai Walker. I don't. He's not a starter, but he he's playing big minutes. Jonah Lulu, Dylan Gabriel, and McCade Metallier. So like that. Uh, that was a big. They they hit it out of the park on that transition, and there's still plenty of guys that haven't really played yet that are in a good position to work them themselves into a, an eventual big-time contributor or starter. Okay, this is to you, and this is to the text line, 405-651-3439. But speaking of Nick Anderson, is there anyone on this team that has, however you want to say it, emerged more through the first three games, um, been more of an unexpected su- surprise through the first three games? I mean, I think if Kip Lewis... Um, I think of Peyton Bowen as a true freshman. But has anyone emerged more through the first three games than, than Nick Anderson? Well, this is kind of a weird answer, but wouldn't you say Stutzman to a degree? To a degree, yeah. I mean, I expected him to be good, but did I expect him to look like an All-American or play at an All-American level through the first three games? Probably not. Right. Um which I uh, wrote down his stats earlier today. We'll get to. Oh, boy. He's he's on a heater, man. He is on a heater. And I imagine he's he's going to keep rolling. Um, Nick Anderson. Peyton Bowen. Kip Lewis. I mean, those are the three that I had down. Kip, yeah. He hasn't if, – if, of all the players on the team – if you look at the amount of of snaps that he's played and look at the production, he may be the most productive player on the roster. So, yeah, I'd throw him in there. So uh, that would be my three in, in terms of player who who's uh, emerged the most out of the first three games. Yeah. Breakthrough athletes, again, however you want to say it. But I think um, – I mean, I asked Bob the question today, could that be a game where, you know, Nick Anderson just has this – this confidence now when he takes off, and Bob's like, "Yeah, it can absolutely be the case." And well, I kind of, I kind of expect Nick Anderson to build off that game against Tulsa and really take off. Nick Anderson the has he has the measurables and the ability of a first round wide receiver. Yep, no doubt. Well, he's got the in terms of the measurables and uh, everything, he's got the highest ceiling out of any wide receiver they have on this team. Yeah, and I'm not convinced he's not already there. He may be. <laughs> right? Proved a lot on Saturday. Yeah, he, he looks really good. In multiple ways, too. In multiple ways. I think you have. A lot on the t- – oh, finish that thought. I think Tyler Guyton, uh, he has first-round potential, needs to come around. Uh, but Nick Anderson, I think, has first-round potential. I think P.J. – has first round potential. Um, am I missing anyone else? Um, we're getting a lot of text about Gentry. Yeah, I think Gentry, like physically, um, is in a really good spot right now. Uh, I, I didn't even think of corner because I think I has think he Oklahoma. Could. We haven't had a first round corner since two thousand two. Wolf Wolf was the last yeah. one. Jeez, oh three draft. Yeah. It's been over twenty years. Yeah. Dang, man. Unless I'm missing something. Am I missing someone? Um, I don't I don't think I don't think that you're missing anyone at corner since then. Yeah. So uh, I I 
he's a long way. We're a long way from talking about that. But at corner, man, if you if you have the measurables, and you're on a team that plays good defense, like rarely do you start to rarely do you see corners on teams that don't play really good defense that go in the first round. I mean, that's usually. A connection there. They're usually connected. And ter- players that have emerged in the first three games, a lot of Gentry Williams right now. Camel oh, yeah. Sooner, can we consider Gentry Williams? Yes, we can. Yeah. Um, he's – I mean, he's gotten way more attention than Woody Washington at this point just because he's had more opportunities. But I've I've loved and, – and he's been banged up you know, throughout this you know opening three games, but he's still played at a high level when he's, he's out there. He's been great. I don't know – he he's got good measurables. He's six foot. He's listed six foot one eighty two. Um, he's got good measurables. I don't know that he's he's not like outlier. Like I need to take a look at what first round corners have looked like recently and uh, and kind of cross check that. But he's not he's not like a red flag. Size wise, he's probably right in the middle of where guys have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not he's not on the high end. He's not like six two, hundred ninety five pounds or anything like that with like exceptional length. But he's probably kind of right in that middle range. Uh, Four oh five. Uh, Peyton Bowen going first rounds. Um, the only reason I'm hesitant to say that is because you just. Like for a safety to go first round, they have to be like one of the best players in all of college football, and he could get there. I'm not saying he can't. It's that's more of a position thing than it is anything else. Uh, Cherokee Sooner says Josh Plaster has really emerged Ooh, yep. at the first three games. Okie Tom says Gabriel, kind of a similar point to to Stutzman, right? You knew he was going to be good, but yeah. the level that he's playing right now is pretty pretty insane. Braylon says Gentry Williams for me. That's what most people are saying right now. Dave from Mizzou says, if Danny keeps up his keeps up his play, does he forego his senior season and go to the NFL? I think that depends on what the result is. My guess right now is no. And if I talk to him, I would tell him no. I I, I mean, it's hard to turn down a bunch of money. If if he's if he's picked to go real high, like you get to a certain point, then there's there's just there's no longer a conversation. But there's a lot less. He he looks like he's having an incredible amount of fun playing football, right? Uh, I, that's what I can tell. Green kicks in the end zone and everything. He's having a good time. There's a lot less room for that in the NFL. Like if he's truly having as much fun as it looks like, I would tell the kid. Stay in school, go in and try and win a championship, and continue to enjoy what you're doing because it's going to ramp up at the next level and it's going to turn into a job. But, I mean, that's that's just me. If he keeps playing like he is, because size-wise, I don't know what he'll run, but he's he's a really good size for the NFL. Six foot four. I mean, yeah. Uh, to to get back to to Stutzman, um, I'll go to Kip Lewis first. You're talking about him being one of the most productive players yeah. on this defense. Yeah, he's second on the team right now in tackles with 15. Yeah, and he's played like 15 snaps. <laughs> he's played like 15 snaps. <laughs> now 
He's second on the team in tackles with 15. This just goes to show what Stutzman's stats li- stat line looks like right now. Stutzman has 30. Wow. Two times more tackles than the uh, next defender on the team. 12 solo, 18 assisted. He's got four and a half TFLs right now. He's got one sack, one interception, uh, of course, a touchdown, and a fumble recovery. Let me see how He's, you do uh, this. filling up the stat sheet right now. Okay, 30 tackles. We've played three games. If you divide 30 by three, that's 10. Hmm. I think he's averaging 10 tackles a game. Well, let's let's ask the text line first if uh, they can confirm that, Clear that before, up. We, uh, before right. we make that official. Okay. That's and pretty good. And he's really uh, – he's also averaging about one, like, turnover a game as well. He had the interception this past week, the fumble recovery against SMU. Did he have something in week one? I don't it think – It feels like he did. It, at least he contributed somehow to a yeah. turnover. I don't know, but right around one uh, turnover a week as well. Yep. Maybe he had a big sack in the first game. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but he's playing great. Uh, bigger challenge this week: quarterback run game. All right, that's going to be that's going to be the focus is keeping Emory Jones in the pocket. Uh, he can run around. He's athletic. They've got. He's probably the leading receiver in the Big Twelve. Um, the transfer from Florida. What's it, Xavier? Is it? I want to say Hutchinson, but I feel like that's like well, a – Well, that's a ex-Iowa State player, Xavier Hutchinson. Right. Um, Xavier something. I think he's the leading receiver in the in the Big 12 right now. Uh, Are they so. dangerous anywhere, Cincinnati, other than D-line and quarterback run game? I think they're – yeah. I think that they are – I think they're dangerous in the in the passing game. They They have guys that – They've hit on some explosive plays. I like their schemes. I think their their back hasn't stood out. He looks solid to me. Um, Emory Jones looks pretty good, man. He does. He's. I'm I'm pretty surprised by that. By yeah. the way, um, I mean he's been a, a journeyman <laughs> really throughout college yeah. football. I, OU saw him, or we saw him in the Cotton Bowl when he played for Florida late in that game, which is sounds crazy, yeah. but. Was at Arizona State at one point. Now is at Cincinnati, and yeah, they get him involved in the run game, which they're going to. He's he's good. He's, he's good. He's good. He's a, he's a like a he's a break breakaway run threat, uh, really at any moment. Um, you know he's he's got several rushing touchdowns. I I would say like the, the biggest threat for them is the quarterback's ability to run around and the defensive line. Like that's. That's where we've got to really buckle down. And that's normally the Tuesday question of, okay, where is insert opponent here dangerous? Okay? So we've got that for Cincinnati. It's quarterback run and defensive line play. But here's what we don't normally do. And we've got a three-game sample size now. I'll give you an entire break to think about it. I'll give the text line an entire break to think about it as well. We normally ask that about the opponent, but what about what about OU? Like where's where's OU dan- where's OU dangerous? What what's the best part of this football team okay. as it currently sits? Okay. You got four minutes to figure it out. Oh Hope boy. you can do it. Oh boy! All right, quick timeout. I'll try and figure that out, and you guys figure it out as well. Where's this team best? What's our biggest weapon? All right, quick timeout. We'll be back. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is the ref, home of Sooner fans. 
GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Dove Schools is looking for a chemistry teacher to teach chemistry to secondary school students. Candidates should have a bachelor's degree in chemistry, chemistry education, or chemical engineering, and one year of experience as a chemistry teacher at middle or high school level. The job is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If interested in this opportunity, mail your resume to Dove Schools, Inc., 9212 North Kelly Avenue, Suite 100, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73131. Attention HR. Refer to add hashtag KK. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Hey, Sooner fans, Drake Stoops here to tell you about my friends at the Affordable Door Company. Their fast, reliable, and professional staff have been serving the OKC Metro for over 28 years. Affordable Door Company is your one-stop shop for residential and commercial garage door service and replacement. Call them and tell them you want the ultimate maintenance for your garage door. You don't want to be stuck in your garage at game time, so give them a call at 405-635-9499 or visit them online at affordabledoor.net. You can't afford not to call Affordable Door Company, proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people. St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Over the years, it has meant the Gas House Gang, Stan the Man, Lou Brock, Bob Gibson, The Wizard, Big Mac, Yachty, Wayno, and Pujols. All those names, and they provided so many memories. St. Louis Cardinals baseball, most importantly, has meant championship baseball. The tradition continues in 2023. We'll be describing every play right here on the Cardinals Radio Network, powered by Graybar. Cardinals baseball on the ref, 1400 AM and 99.3 FM. Have you ever wondered if an electric vehicle is the right choice for you and your family? Good news. The EV experts at Oklahoma Electric Cooperative have done the research for you. Simply visit okcoop.org EV to learn about tax savings, charging an EV, our specially curated rate for EV owners, and more. If you are an OEC member, you could also qualify for an EV charger rebate. 
Visit okcoop.org slash EV today. I actually have a pretty long list defensively of a lot. And if it's nitpicking, it's nitpicking. Or if it's, but that's, you know, the margin for error is going to get smaller starting this week. You know, the windows are going to be smaller. The coverage is going to be tighter. The power and the speed and the precision is going to be better. You know, the capability of the athlete is going to be, you know, much better. And it doesn't get easier. It gets harder. I love our, our football team. I don't see, again, I, I have great respect for college football, but I just don't see us taking a back seat uh, where there's this huge, enormous gap, you know, from what we see on the practice field. There's Brent Venables last night's talking about Cincinnati and moving forward the margins are going to be a little bit slimmer but what is the strength of this football team we've got a lot of different answers from the 580 the biggest strength of this team is the complementary football between all three sides of the ball yeah that is something that I've already taken for granted we talked about that at nauseum last year when's this team gonna play complementary football and it hasn't happened for what uh eight 180 consecutive minutes, but there's been a lot of moments where they have played complimentary right. football this year. Yeah, there has. Um, okay. After looking it over, thinking it over, um, I think I settled on something I'm okay with. Okay. As the strength of this team, what OU's best at? Well, I kind of did offense and defense, and it really, it's the same thing. It ends up being the same thing. It's third down, and there's plenty of reasons to that. I I think we are number one in the country in third down on offense. Oh, I mean, it's 67% on third down. We are 25 of 37 on third down right now. Uh, that's incredible. And that's what the game mixed in to where we didn't feel great about things offensively. Right. And the reason we're so good is our passing offense, uh, more specifically our passing efficiency. We are the most efficient passing team in the Big 12, and I think we have the number one passing offense in the Big 12. Um, we're number two total offense, UCF. We're number one scoring offense, number two total. UCF is putting up like 600 and something yards a game. Uh, they've got to be maybe the, the best in the country. But when it comes to passing offense, we're best in the conference by a long shot. Um, and it's translated to third down. Last year, we were a terrible, not a good third down team on either side of the ball. Now, defensively, we're good on third down, um, and that stems from stopping the run. Our rush defense is really, really good right now, and we're putting people instead of like a year ago where it's third and one, third and two, all over the field. We gave up some third and longs as well, but we're putting people in third and long, and we're providing good pressure on the quarterback to where – the completion percentage against us is extremely low. We've got a low completion percentage, and I know everyone's looking for the sack numbers. Don't look for the sack numbers. Look for the completion percentage because 
we are affecting quarterbacks with the pressure. They don't have a pocket to throw from. They're scrambling. They're throwing it backpedaling. Um, they're not able to get uh, five guys out in the route, so there's only three guys out. You're protecting with seven, and you're still getting pressure, and there's nowhere to go with the football. So I'd say right now the strength of our team's third down. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with one on each side of the ball, um, stopping the run. I mean, the, the, the numbers right now are, are incredible, this, this defense against the run. But for offense, I think this offense is at its best when it's bombs away, baby. Yeah. They are throwing the deep ball. And I wish there was a stat out there, maybe it is, and I just haven't found it yet, on deep ball percentage because it probably looks pretty comparable to what that third down percentage that you were just bragging about offensively is. It feels like every time or just about every time they've tried to go deep, something good has happened, man. And that was not the case a year ago. Right. So when this team tries to stretch the field, a lot of good things happen. Deep ball for me on offense, stopping the run on defense. Right. Those are two pretty good things. Yep. Yep, uh, I agree. Um, uh, I think there's uh, there's a lot of things to look at there where you feel – Feel pretty good about it. Um, yeah, I'm with you on the offense. I, I don't know. There's probably a metric out there, and I could probably find it for you. I, actually, I bet I have that uh, in my email. But, yeah, I think I think that's a, a place to look at our, our team, both sides of the ball, stopping the run defensively, which in turn is making us really good on third down because put people in third and predictable. That's the whole point. And offensively, the efficiency with our passing game has made us nails on third down. 2.3 yards per attempt um, uh, opponents running the ball against OU. That's probably about, what, half the number that it was last year, oh if not gosh. maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, I'll I take 2.3 all day, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's o- OU is at 4.3 offensively yards per carry, a full two yards more uh, yards per carry. That's that'll, that'll win you a lot of games. Yep. Good That'll stuff. That'll win you a lot of games. Uh, okay, let's let's get to the text line now. Uh, Oki Tom says, stop the run. You control the game. Accurate. Uh, Sarks Vodka says, to answer the question you asked, I mean, hell, it's our defense. That's dangerous, guys. That's kind of the – that's it. I mean, that's maybe oversimplifying, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but – there's a there's a lot of truth to that. Santa John says number one is Dylan Gabriel. He touches the ball every snap, and he's been delivering the ball to the defense. Playing is one. Yeah. Four oh five. Biggest weapon is our balance. Good defense. Good offense. Uh, one more from the five uh, five oh one. Most dangerous thing about OU is the lack of drop off when first team is on the sideline. Yeah. Quality depth there. A lot of truth to that. Depth. A lot of truth to that. Um, I mean, th- that is a good point, and that's what we've heard, right, that, you know, th- throughout the the entire offseason is the competitive depth. There's not much fall off, you know, at a bunch of different positions. Well, some think it gets even better uh, when you go to the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, that's true. I, I, everyone likes Kip Lewis, right? And I, I like Jaron Canick, but some – think that he might be the second best linebacker on the team yeah I know yeah I, I think that um I think that's helped us in a bunch of different ways I mean even quarterback right think about quarterback how good is is our backup quarterback 
best in the country, well, perhaps. Not in the uh, not in the quarterback run power package, whatever they're calling it. But throwing the ball, like when they let him run the offense, he he looks he looks very comfortable. He looks very confident. Throws a good deep ball. If he's just out there running the offense, like yeah, he looks real good. Really good. Like the only the only negative thing that he showed is when he's been in there for that quarterback run or quarterback power package, and that's not all on him, obviously. Right. Well, um, which is by the way. And I know that we're mostly talking about the main contributors of this team through the first three games, which makes sense. But you want to talk about under-the-radar storylines or under-the-radar important things that have happened thus far. Jackson Arnold looking like the truth and looking very comfortable and confident when he's running the offense. It may not be big for this year, but yeah, it's going to make us feel a little bit better this offseason if things go or keep going the way that it's going with him. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel the future's bright. Now, this year, I I was under the impression that it may be next year would be our, our best opportunity at a national championship. I'm not convinced that it's not this year. Let me guess. You like this team, obviously. You think it I, – I, I'm going to guess you think it's more about – what the rest of the country looks like, though. Is that accurate? Well, I think it's both. Um, I, I think one of the like, one of the interesting things about um, this year is our line of scrimmage play, right? I mean, there's a chance an offensive line is they're kind of they're slow out of the gate right now, but I think they can still finish really strong. But we're going to lose a ton of line of scrimmage guys. And we have good guys coming up, right? We've got good recruits coming in. But it's going to take a while for those those guys to come online. I think this year, clearly some teams at the top are not what they've been previously. Look at Alabama. I sense quite a bit of weakness. It's early with Georgia, but I sent some weakness with Georgia. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Not look great. They're trying to figure out their quarterback. Clemson, I don't even think that they're going to be in the picture. Um, even Michigan, man. Michigan's played a cupcake schedule, but you just look at some of those scores on Saturday and say, yeah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a lot of – I'll tell you the team nationally who maybe I've been impressed with on a week-in, week-out basis more than anyone else. I've really liked what Washington has, has shown up to this point. No, I don't yeah. think Washington's going to win the national championship or anything like uh-huh. that. But if we're looking from consistency week to week, that's the one team where I keep looking up and saying, yeah, dang, that's a nice game by them. I, I, hey, I would not – like right now, I, I think that they are definitely in the mix. They got one of the best quarterbacks. And, um, yeah, I, hey, I think they're totally in the mix. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay with us. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. 
Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is back, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do. Go see Kathy and her staff at Joe's. They have tons of specials, like this month on Jack Daniels, Malibu Rum Cocktails, Relax Riesling, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., and noon to 5 on Sundays. 1330 East Alameda, right here in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro, or we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Headed to Cincinnati for the UC-Oklahoma football game on Saturday, September 23rd. Then join Martino's on Vine and KREF as your host of the OU Tailgate Party from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Time, 9 to 11 Eastern Time. Martino's on Vine is thrilled to host the official party for OU fans on game day. Located just two blocks from Nippert Stadium, Martino's will have a special OU fan zone area set up directly behind Martino's for the KREF postgame show. Martino's will be serving up plenty of ice-cold beer and great food. We'll see you there, Sooner fans. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters like Lake Thunderbird by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater.
Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. You know, as we look at Oklahoma, great offense, averaging 55 points a game right now. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, which we're, we're, you guys are familiar with. We played him when I was at Louisville as well. He's a good, really good quarterback, left-handed, um, throws a great deep ball. Um, they, they, they really stress you defensively, you know, horizontally and vertically. Uh, you know, keep the pressure on the defense, and they go extremely fast. Um, they, they, there's zero hesitation in them snapping the football. Um, and, and, you know, you have to get lined up quickly. You have to be ready to go uh, what formations they, they're going to show you. Uh, they're very good at what they do. And, um, you know, it's certainly a, a huge challenge for our defense. Scott Satterfield, head coach at Cincinnati. Don't know a lot about him other than he came from Louisville. And I thought he was on the hot seat at one point last year. Know much about Scott Satterfield other nope. than he was at Louisville last year? No, I don't. I mean, um, he's had a good job. Um, Cincinnati has been a very good job in the past, what, 15, 20 years or so to vault to a better gig. But also Cincinnati's in the best spot that it's ever been now It's in a power program. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about him. All I know is there's a lot left, a lot of talent left on the team, a lot more than – I think most of us were prepared for, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, they have uh they've got some really good guys still in Shouldn't be surprising with uh Luke Fickle being there before. You had to think that they're going to have some good tough defensive players, but it, I, I guess I'm just surprised about that more with the transfer portal era now, yeah. you know, so much harder to to keep some of that over. Well, it is. I but think, keeping Dante Corleone, I mean, yeah. that, I mean, come on, man. Well, and they got a good quarterback in. I mean, it's interesting whenever you look across the country and I don't know how many guys. I don't think there's there had been a lot of guys transfer out of um, of like Bama and Ohio State and Georgia at quarterback necessarily, but well, you had Justin Fields transfer out of Georgia and Jalen Hurts, two NFL starters, transfer out of Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was just thinking like right now, whenever I look at the the top quarterbacks in the country, I guess there's I guess there's quite a few transfers. Like Penix is a transfer, Caleb Williams is a transfer, Dylan Gabriel's a transfer. Quinn Ewers is technically a transfer. Yeah, that's true. The kid from Florida State is Jordan he... Travis. No, I think he's been there the entire time, right? Yeah. I think that's I think that's correct. I think that's right. But Clubnick has been there at Clemson for a while. Yeah, but well. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, he was a transfer. Um, it feels like it's majority transfer starters in college football these days. Yeah, it's weird. You know, it and it's it's kind of, it's the new thing, right? We know that that's that's the case. Um, but I think it's really leveled the playing field this year. and We're only three games in, I know, but I still, and I've said this a bunch this week, I, I just don't know 
how good anyone is. Right? I just don't know how good anyone is. And maybe that's going to clean, all that stuff's going to clean up at some point. I'm sure it will. And we'll have a better feel. But right now, I don't see anyone that I don't think Oklahoma can play with. There's certainly not a – I'm. we got a lot of football left to play, but I'm ready to say there's not a 2019 LSU out there. There's not a 2020 Alabama out there. Like some of the elite teams that we've seen recently win a championship. Like The, I, the team that wins the title is obviously going to be really good. Right. But it's not going to be one of those legendary teams or teams of the decade that we talk about for a while. In fact, I mean – this could be one of the least impressive national championship teams that we see in the past decade and maybe even in the next decade. It's early. Like Teams are going to get better, and maybe that's part of it too that, that we're not thinking about. With the transfer portal, there's probably going to be way more slow starters, and teams are probably going to look uh, better later in the year as, you know, Transfer guys become more and more comfortable, and coaching staffs know a little bit more who they who they really have on roster, right? And and get better and better. So I don't know. We'll see. Everyone's sending us a link to the story. I guess um, Muleshoe uh, suspended a reporter, USC reporter, from two weeks of access. I'm, I'm trying to catch up on everything Excuse that's going me? on. Yeah, I, I'm trying to catch up with everything that's going on, but it sounds like there was a journalist who wrote a story, and in a story, it had like a conversation between two players before a post-practice availability. Like two players were talking with each other, and whatever was said was put in a story, took exception to that, and suspended them for two weeks. Huh. I just suspended their access for two weeks? Yeah, uh-huh. That's what it looks like. That's kind of interesting. Very interesting. I don't know enough Not about surprising. it. Like, I know we're ready to pounce on that. Yes, we are. Let's do so. I don't know what the uh, I, I don't know what the circumstances are. I'll look into it. I mean He just continues to look like a bee. Well you know, it's just weird that I don't I don't it, it's Hmm. It's it's interesting that you'd suspend someone for just two weeks. Like I don't, I don't know. That seems weird. Panda in Texas, ridiculous hot take there. It's week three. Who knows if a team will rise to the top this season? Whoever wins twenty twenty three doesn't matter because there's no for sure powerhouse in week three. Well, I think we said like teams are going to get better this year. I don't know which part of the take was ridiculously hot if. If it was mine saying that no team is going to look like LSU in 2019 and Alabama in 2020, I'll wear that hot take. I just what? I don't see any. How is it a level. hot take that no one has really separated themselves? That's a stupid text message. It's not a hot take. It's an opinion. You may disagree with it. There's nothing hot about it. A hot take would be you know, picking someone right now to go out and do it that's, that's I don't know, that's down the rankings a little bit. I don't know. If someone looks like they're clearing away better than everyone else, go ahead and put it in there. We'll, we'll document it and see how smart the panda in Texas is. Dumbass. 
didn't. That's a stupid text message. I, I agree, but I didn't know it was going to get that reaction. Oh, I, well, thank you. I love that so I'm much. I'm usually pretty um, <laughs> accepting, amazing. except for whenever there's accusations of things that didn't happen. <laughs> Reason number 485 that I love the text line. It's great. We're not going to get out of here with some drama today. I'm trying to find – we are not as high in the passing – explosiveness as I thought we were going to be. We're ranked 42 in the country, but... Oh, that's here's probably because the they didn't throw it against SMU. Exactly. That's the deal. Um, I could probably find what it was in that game and how it compares to everyone else. But, yeah, I I think we, uh, we're still in a good... Because we're number one uh, passing success rate in the country, number one passing completion rate in the country, Number four in yards per drop back. Uh, number four in net yards per attempt. Number three in total QBR. Uh, there's two in completion rate. Who that comes up with all these in numbers and analytics and everything? This is Bill Connolly's deal. That he, he sends it out, and it's every single team in the country. It's, it's all in here. Dang. All this. I don't know who. Does. I don't know who is actually like breaking down all of the statistics, but there's all kinds of stuff, man. Um, Speaking of numbers and analytics, there was something something that happened in the NFL on Sunday, and I guess it's like the new analytics thing. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the game and the exact circumstance. It was, I think, someone scores a touchdown to get within. I think it was maybe it had to be 14, 13. Anyway, like there's this new analytics where if you're down two scores late. You go for a two-point conversion mm-hmm. on the first touchdown, and if you get it, then I guess you score the next touchdown and kick the extra point to win. I, I don't know. It's just there's these new crazy analytics that are yeah. that are new this year that are going for two at weird times. That that's that's what the book says to do. Well, we've seen that in the past. Analytics now, and what you do after a touchdown is like a book of blackjack. Well, the book says to hit on this. So Who that's what was we're doing. It? Was it the Steelers? That first started going for two at weird times, and like they were going for two like right at the beginning of games, and it ended up costing them a couple of games if I remember correctly. I, feels like that was maybe three, two, three years ago. Whenever this the whole two point conversion stuff got all stoked up again, I think it was whenever they moved the extra point back. You know, so I don't know. Oregon it's, still does it. It'll be a random. Oregon's up eight nothing or. I think against Tech, maybe they're up fifteen to seven. It's like, oh, okay, Oregon just randomly they they, they uh, got a two point conversion. I don't know. It's over my head. Most of it is. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap things up next. The word is spreading. Same night, same stage. October twenty fourth, Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live. Reserve seats on sale now at Casino Cage or online at ApacheCasinoHotel.com. The Temptations and the Four Tops. Coach O is taking our warehouse to the next level. How you gonna play football with your eyes down? Quick hands! Quick hips! Quick feet! Just like that. They're counting on us! They're counting on us! Eyes up! Eyes up! Eyes up! Eyes up! Needless to say... He's an excellent motivator. Hey, everybody! Employ the butt! Let's get back! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Here we go! We're gonna beat him with our quality! We're gonna beat him with our prices! We're the best damn active brand in the world! 
You understand that? He also said earlier, you're not sure how uh, Coach O did that without having a heart. That almost gave me a heart attack just listening to that. It's crazy. Hey. It's a lot of Red Bull. So interesting digging into these statistics here. It has the percentage chance that we win each of the re- remaining games. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this ESPN FPI? Uh, it's the SP. SP oh, okay. plus. I, was say, I just gave you the ESPN. Yeah, FPI it's a little bit different. Yesterday. It's got, it has us with a 53% chance of beating Texas, and it has the projected score as 29 to 28. Huh, that's a, that's a common score. Oh, you goes for two? OU scores 28-27. They run the quarterback power with Jackson Arnold, a two-point conversion to win. That's probably what it is. I don't know. that it's That's funny, though, right? Um, it has conference title odds at 30%, uh, championship odds at 6.6%, national championship bowl odds at 100%. But it, it basically is like, – it would be – this has us winning ten or more games, like almost. It's like a almost eighty percent. So, and it's like watch out uh, for maybe twelve and zero if you can get past the Texas game by the numbers. I mean, I read you the ESPN FPI yesterday, and what nine games left? I think six of the no five of them ninety percent chance or higher of winning. On here, it's not quite that high. The lowest one. The two lowest are UCF and TCU, and UCF is 79% win, and TCU is 77%. So it's got us an 84% chance to, to beat Cincinnati. I, I like the prediction that OU scores late with no time left. and Goes Brent, for two. Brent, uh, you know. Yeah. Brent shows, uh, shows off a little bit and goes for two, and they win it that way. They'll build a statue of him before be he even awesome. gets back. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be your DG. That if he if he pulled that off, people may finally be a believer. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, if, if you're it's not Jackson a, if Arnold, you're not a believer like you after, said, if you're not a believer after that, then I we, I, we can't help you. Uh, if, if it's Jackson Arnold, like you predicted, they'll want him benched. Gabriel <laughs> probably. Uh, okay, we are 24 hours and 30 minutes away mm-hmm. from the number one player in the state of Oklahoma choosing between OU. Ooh. Texas or Tennessee? Yeah. Now, everyone around here has a prediction in. Yeah, that's right. But you for Okoye, I guess. Who's it going to be? What's it going to be? Texas. He's going to Texas. No, I think he's going to the University of Oklahoma. And it 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 has felt pretty certain on that for a while, right? Unless it's, I'm missing well, something. I I don't know a, a why. It's felt certain ever since he took the visit to for the Arkansas State game. Yeah, and ever then, since then it's felt pretty certain, and then shut down his Texas visits. Doesn't go to the Texas visit. Hops on with us in the post game on Saturday. That was really the moment where it was, yeah, okay. I already felt good about this one, but the right. kid's gonna not go to a Texas visit and go hang out outside the OU Tulsa game and hang out with us. Yeah, I, I feel and good about that. Didn't you say that puts the University of Oklahoma on some? Uh, sites as a top five class? Uh, I think rivals, they may get to five. 24 7, they'll be at seven, but they'll be, I mean, not far off from number mm. five. So a top five class is very doable once again. Doable. And they're already the number three class in 2025. Big time. Crazy Big time. Well. All right. 
That's it for us. You guys killed it today on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have an ice cold Pacifico. Time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. KREF, Norman, Oklahoma. And streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. you need to know. Major League Baseball news. Angel star and free agent to be Shohei Otani underwent surgery to repair his injured elbow. Now it was not referred to as Tommy John surgery. Dr. Neil Elatras did say that he expects Otani to be able to hit with no restrictions on opening day 2024 and pitch with no restrictions in 2025.